0: Thank you. Vine. Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Good Pods, Overcast, Breaker and Listen Notes, Castro, Stitcher, CastBox, Pandora, Tune in, TuneIn, 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 Amazon Music, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, and iHeartRadio. Hey, hey, and iHeartRadio. That's where you can listen in to life tips. That's where you can listen in to life tips. Everywhere that you get your podcasts. Everywhere that you get your podcasts. Hey. We everywhere. Hey. We everywhere. Hey. Sixteen countries. We everywhere. Yay! Yeah. Listen, yay! Yeah. Yay! 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 What's up, world? It's Nate host of Life Tips Podcast and I'm coming to you with an important message. In May 2023 the writers in TV and film went on strike. The strike has gone on for roughly two and a half months. And now, in July of 2023, the actors have joined them. So now, the actors and the writers are both not working, like no one is going to work. And essentially, the American film... world, the American film and TV world as we know it, as of now, is officially shut down. Anything that was being worked on is done. Hollywood is pretty much entering a global pandemic. This is the second major world shifting moment since 2020 when the coronavirus took over the entire world. But now instead of a physical virus the virus is Hollywood and the studios refusing to properly take care of the people that work for them. As someone who enjoys Marvel and DC, TV and film, It hurts. I'm grateful that the Little Mermaid made it. But this hurts. It hurts for the consumers. And most importantly, it hurts for the people that make a living off of being a part of the movie industry, so all we can do now is pray, pray for the movies, excuse me, pray for the movie world, the TV world, and the writers, and the actors. When will it end? I don't know. But if there's not a change, this is going to continue on. So I wanted to come through before we get started with this podcast episode and just simply let you know I believe that actors and writers. Deserve equal treatment. There are people that have made a lot of money over the years. And for the new people coming into the game, they need to make money. But it doesn't work if the people with the money are refusing to cut the proper checks provide benefits and more so thank you for listening to this public service announcement and now let's move into the podcast episode what's up world welcome back to life tips podcast i'm your host nate and i am an inspirational speaker What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through. And it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. Really? You see the reality is that nobody is perfect there's always going to be downfall with rising Mm -hmm. and there's something to improve upon every single day sure is so if you want to make changes in your life then follow along and i can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow let's get started Hello, hello, hello. This is Nate just greeting you. If you are a new listener, then welcome aboard. I hope to teach you some things, take some notes, and hopefully you'll learn something along the way. If you're a returning listener, faithful listener since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue to impact your life in positive ways and I hope that I continue to lead you in the right direction. Do me a favor for those who are returning you already know what to do. For already for those who are new, excuse me, I need you to like the show, subscribe to the show, and give us a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And also turn the notifications on so that you'll never miss an episode when episodes drop. That way you'll be well informed of the up to date whereabouts of your favorite show, which I hope this is your favorite show, (laughs) every single week as things drop. So I just wanted to greet everyone real quick greet the new people, say hello to the returning guests, and uh, yeah, let's now get into the episode and start off discussing a new topic. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review, and also leave a five-star rating, because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all. That's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. Haven't said that live in quite some time. Welcome to Season 16. What? Yes, we are on the 16th season of Life Tips Podcast. Uh, Had to get that to stop ringing while I was in the middle of recording. Annoying. But we are in season 16. Welcome to September... Reflection season, and most importantly, welcome to September. Woo! The back half of the year. So we're off work today, obviously. Labor Day. Pretty cool. But as always, reflection season for September is always rooted in my birthday month. And my birthday month... Is coming up next so the goal of September reflection season as always is to reflect on life and for the past several years we've done September reflection season together where I take you all on a journey to listen to my life and see how the last year a year or so has gone and also to help determine what changes need to be made going into the new year of life this year is especially key because i'm turning 29 in less than a month which means my 30s are pretty much fast approaching so for this birthday my goal is to think long and hard about the entirety of my 20s from 20 to 29, even though 29 hasn't come yet, pretty much we're going here. So, 20 to 29 is what we're going to talk about this September reflection season. And then if it's the Lord's will, in September 2024, we'll just simply dive into age 29. But, like I said, September reflection season... Is mostly going to be about 20 to 29 and so in this podcast episode we're going to start by discussing age 20 in part 1 actually no we're gonna discuss 20 21 and 22 in part one and then in part two we're going to talk about 23. then over the next couple weeks we'll dive into 24 25 26 27 and 28 before finally discussing what 29 is going to bring in terms of big updates, big changes, and most importantly, becoming a better version of myself. (laughs) Bear with me, it's allergy season, so uh, things are going to get a little hazy. But, we are here, we are starting off season 16, talking about pre-20s, and then in the next half of this podcast episode, we'll talk about uh, the beginning of my 20s, essentially, and, um, yeah, so pretty much, to make a long story short, excuse me, 18 and 19, I have a late birthday. So I didn't turn 18 until October of 2012, which meant that when I went off to college initially, I was 17. So from August through September of 2012, I was 17. I didn't turn 18 until October of that year. But 18 and 19 pretty much were college years, Liberty University, and then PG Community College. Literally, that was it. But when I started my early 20s, I uh, was coming out of my teenage years, 18, 19, 20, and I'd been a jerk. Because my mentality was, I'm 18. I'm grown. I can do whatever, and you know, I'm a man now, and all this other stuff. Yeah, little little did I know that it would it would take a a lot more <clears throat> than just an age change to really grow into becoming a, a man. So, yeah. That was basically 18 and 19 and into 20. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by... A Hey. 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 Life Tips Podcast. And this is our sponsor. So, I'm not going to spoil Ages 20, 21, and 22, because that's being reserved for next week's podcast episode on September 11th. But what I will say about going into my 20s is that I had goals. Because at that time, I realized that going into my 20s, it was going to be a long time before I made it to my 30s. But see, 18, 19 year old me could not have predicted a lot of things throughout my 20s that we're gonna be talking about throughout the next couple podcast episodes. For example, 20, 21, 22, Struggling with jobs, 23, started working, started dating as well. So I wouldn't start working until four years into my 20s. And I wouldn't start dating until four years into my 20s. That's something I didn't see coming at age 18 and age 19. At age 18 and age 19, not only that, but then it would be another. Wow. It would be another. Couple of years after that, let me do the math here. I met her. three three years ago so 25 25 26 roughly so that means 20 21 22 23 24 25 so roughly six to seven years into my 20s is when I would meet the love of my life at that point Or at least I thought that that was the love of my life. So, year six slash year seven meet Amber, and for a whole year, life is good. 27 comes not good so seven years later it would be a crazy depressing time eight years later there would be some slight depression but it wouldn't be as bad oh and Also, for three years, 25, 26, and 27, there would be a global pandemic that would shut the world down for a whole year, and then the following two years would be us slowly coming out of pandemic lockdowns and going back to some sense of normalcy. I couldn't have predicted that at 18, 19 years old, looking at my 20s as some big, huge time span where there was so much to accomplish, so many goals to put in place. And of course, the number one goal I had was to be married and successful by mid-20s. And when my mid-20s came, I was not as successful as I thought it was going to be. And I was not married. I didn't even meet Amber until well into the pandemic. And then we dated for a year and then it died and I've been single for the last year and some change, I went out on my first one-on-one with a young lady, fresh, 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 as in, I haven't been with anybody, I'm fresh, and I'm starting to go out one-on-one all over again with a clean slate. That has not happened in two years. So 18, 19-year-old me could not have predicted restarting and going on a first date again, fresh. And then that situation didn't continue. Met somebody at my bro's wedding. Have yet to get that off the ground because I'm waiting for his assistance because he knows the person. And with his help, I might have a chance. I successfully left the insurance world, but it took seven years to do so of being part-time. I started my own business. That took eight years to do after being pitched by the same company in 2016. So, 18, 19 year old me could not have predicted a whole bunch of things that took place from 20 through 28, almost 29. It's incredible. Uh, We got Spotify Spotify for podcasters Let me tell you about it Spotify for podcasters Is the new podcast Service from Spotify It's totally free You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify, Spotify first, and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all in one place to make a podcast. And then. There's video podcasts. So, Spotify for Podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So, if you want to get started with Spotify for Podcasters, then all you have to do is go to dot podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show I can't wait to see what you come up with spot spot spotify spotify for podcasters spot spot spotify Spotify for podcasters. So, as we start off September reflection season 2023, or as I started off and I take you all with me on the podcast. To reflect on the last almost nine years of my 20s, almost. <laughs> the entire goal of looking back over 20 to 28 and then previewing 29 is just to say, Everything that I thought was going to happen at 18, 19 did not happen. This is the story of what actually happened throughout my 20s and how things came to be. 18, 19 year old me couldn't have predicted the friendships. And that's a huge thing. For me. Because if you remember, you don't, but I'm getting ready to tell you. I remember being a college student away from home at 18 on a big campus with people from all over the world. And I didn't know a soul. And this is after years of being homeschooled. That blasted my brain into a whirlwind of decision-making. <laughs> Mostly in the name of, how am I gonna make friends? Because the person who accompanied me to Liberty, or matter of fact, actually it's 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 this way, I didn't accompany him. The person I followed to Liberty, <laughs> which is my adopted brother, Chris, he went to Liberty first. I ended up getting accepted into Liberty behind him. And we ended up being there a freshman year together. But while I was there struggling, (laughs) he was making friends left and right, meeting people left and right. And his best friend, who now is a super famous radio DJ host and the host of the Pettyish podcast on all platforms, alongside her other co host, Kayla. This particular Kayla, Kayla T. K. T. <laughs> She met my adopted brother, Chris, as freshman at Liberty University, and they stayed best friends ever since. In other words, their best friend relationship lasted a good 10 years. And they're still best friends to this day. But my point is, they met at Liberty. And when I first got around her and my adopted brother, it instantly hit my brain, these two are going to be close for a long time but what also hit my brain at 18 19 was you've got to be kidding me bro how in the world did you wind up associating with and um and more or less becoming best friends with a cheerleader it, at 18 19 years old What I knew at that point about cheerleaders was the popularity portion, but also that you were a blessed guy if you could ever get in their good graces in terms of association. Because normally, normally they go for the basketball players, the jocks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not just in terms of dating, but also to be their connections, their close people. The uh pinned messages. You know how you can pin messages and iMessage at the top of your message threads to show people who's most important? I did air quotes when I did that. But that's that's my thing. When that came out on iPhone, I'm pretty sure Kayla was at the top of my guys' message threads. As the best friend. It was mind boggling how much time they spent together on campus in freshman year alone. And I was just sitting there like, you gotta be kidding me. Where is my best friend? Where are my people that I can be cool with? Who's single? Because all the other people that I connected with on campus. It was cool to connect with them, but they were all dating. No, 18, 19-year-old me could not have predicted you would you would not meet your first best friend until 2018. at age 23, then you wouldn't meet your other best friend until that same year, just a couple more months later. Becca became your best friend in college, but y'all haven't met. And to this day, 10, 11 plus years later, we still haven't met in person, but that's gonna change. I promise that's gonna change. Also, 18, 19 year old me looking for friends or a best friend little did you know that you would meet your other best friend in 2019 at age 24 but that she wouldn't last Gigi would drop you as a best friend out of nowhere three years later 18 19 year old me could not have predicted <laughs> could not have predicted your job in the school system charting the path for your career and not insurance Oh, and your best friends, your closest friends, it would be your job where you met them. More best friends to go alongside Raven. <laughs> because 18, 19 year old me, when you meet China, all those years later, by the way, she's going to get married and move and live with her husband in the Caribbean. And yeah, she'll visit the U.S., but she won't be living in the U.S. anymore at a certain point. All these things, alongside not getting your first car until you turn 26. Not being financially stable until 27, 28. 18, 19 year old me could not have predicted any of this. And if you would have told 18, 18, 19 year old me about all of this stuff, all those years ago, I would have said you were crazy. But it turns out that is exactly what happened. So consider this a Preview of the next couple episodes to come. 20 to 23. Next week. 24, 25, 26. 27, 28. Matter of fact, I've got the whole... Schedule right here. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, and 28 are all being discussed on the 18th of September, the week after we talk about 20, 21, and 22 next week, meaning that on the 25th, At the end of the month, we'll discuss the preview of age 29. So buckle up. It is going to be an amazing September reflection season for me, for us, and as I take you along this journey, take notes, especially if you're turning 29 too. Take notes. You might. Learn something about yourself. All right, cool. Let's get started. What is up family, it's your hostess with the most T the Go from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's gonna light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from food- some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully Comma Black and Excellent Without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? matter of fact there's one married couple the wife literally didn't invite me to the wedding because she said specifically that I make her uncomfortable And that sparked a chain reaction of iMessage threads in our group chat, which led to the final straw of disassociating myself from everybody else. Except for Two guys. Now, one of the guys, we don't really talk that much, but I'm sure if we saw each other, it'd be all good. The other guy. Brian. He's the only person from the group chat that actually. Had my back. And continues to have my back. Brian and I are going on four years of knowing each other. So in four years, this one guy has stood up for me against the onslaught of negativity from women that were a part of the iMessage group chat that we were a part of, he and I, formerly known as Quarantine and Chill. And of course, that group chat was created specifically for lockdown pandemic years. And it just kept going when the world opened back up. And it was me and 12 other people. But essentially, everybody in that group chat, as far as the ladies go, felt some type of way about me. And the icing on the cake was that the main person who, his boyfriend, now husband, created the group chat, now with her being a wife, again, she literally said that the reason why... I didn't get an invite to their wedding, whereas I'm sure most of the group chat did is because I make her feel uncomfortable. And as soon as she sent that text message out, I mean, my phone was blowing up. And that was the day that I simply realized that September reflection season has to be much deeper than it usually is. Because for you to not invite me to a wedding because I make you uncomfortable, but not only say that, but also say that you don't want me engaging with any of your family members or extra friends who are women at your wedding because you're insinuating that because I made you uncomfortable that I'll make them uncomfortable in the same way, tells me, one, that you don't believe that people are capable of change, and two, that you are simply just not a good person. So that I definitely take offense to. I took offense to it when it was said, and I still take offense to it now from the standpoint of because you actually said that September reflection season has to be much, much, much deeper. There's a lot of things that that I did in my 20s I'm not proud of. There's a lot of things that I did to people that I'm not proud of. And that's why September reflection season exists. It exists so that every time I approach a birthday, I can go back and take a look at what happened in the last year. But since this birthday is significant, I'm looking back over the last eight years of my 20s, and I just see some things that are not cool at all. And so I want to thank the wife of my former friend, because since you feel uncomfortable around me, it's forcing me to sit back and think about how often I make people feel uncomfortable and what do I need to fix within myself to be better in the future, especially when it comes to finding the missus. I want to say that this happened a couple months ago. But if not, it was definitely Last year. Matter of fact, I think it was last year. Two guys that I respect dearly are the leaders of the Nexus Young Adult Community at Sister Church. And even though we no longer share the building with them, I still popped up. But one faithful. One faithful Sunday that I was visiting, the two of them pulled me aside and we talked. I can definitely understand. LOL, I was wondering what happened. Thank you, Siri, for reading that text message out. (laughs) But anyway, these two gentlemen pulled me aside and we talked and we had a conversation about what was being said amongst the masses concerning me. And a lot of what was talked about amongst the masses was my vibe my approach etc cetera, etc cetera. now do i regret anything in how i approach situations and people and vibes looking back Yeah, because some of the people in that social sphere are young and they actually had boyfriends. But even in the older demographic... a majority of the older demographic had boyfriends. And I didn't know until months down the line. I'm mentioning this because it ties into what I talked about earlier with uh, the young lady who's now married. Saying that she didn't invite me to her wedding because I make her uncomfortable. Present day make her uncomfortable. And I guarantee you that if we were to see each other anytime soon. And you were to ask her about, you know, what's our relationship like she would pretty much say the exact same thing. He makes me uncomfortable, and this is why. I do remember hitting on her. And I do remember her saying that she wasn't interested. And I also remember hitting on her Um, let's see I remember that now she claims that I hit on her in her own house but um That never really happened. What did happen, though, is, you know, I'm a visual guy, so naturally I'm gonna look and check check you out. So... That did happen. I admit to that. So I can see why her saying that I make her uncomfortable makes sense. But going back to the young adult group, I kept going past my one-year anniversary of, you know, being a part of their crew. And what I've noticed is very interesting. For example, one of my friends there, who is also a podcaster, Calandria, I started noticing that there was a guy that sat next to her Every single time, I showed up to the building to hang out with the group. And to my surprise, they had been friends for quite some time. The guy and I had a little uh, mental moment where we pointed towards each other's foreheads because I pretty much knew where he was going and I gave him a thumbs up simply because I personally believe that if he's spent this much time around Calandria and they sit together every Thursday, there's a good chance that they will end up together as a couple in due time but that was extremely key to find out because every time I show up the balance simply isn't there Minus my good friend Janelle, who I've known since pre-college days as we were homeschooled together. Minus her, everybody else in the group, when it comes to me showing up, It's the initial greeting and then that's it. The fact that I literally have to force my way into conversations is, I'm just going to be honest, annoying, pointless, stupid, dumb. And completely unnecessary. So. What is it. That triggers. Me having to do the work. Why is it that it's the complete opposite with BAM family? I show up. The dudes and the women come through and strike up conversations with me. I actually have legitimate relationships there because of it. Numbers and all. Where we can talk during the week, text during the week catch up, et cetera, et cetera. While I don't have a direct answer to this, there is something that I want to piece together that will help chart the path towards 29 and getting to the ultimate goal For the present day and for the future. A long time ago when I was a kid, I was 16 and I had just been given the go-ahead to start talking to girls. Seriously. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Nope. I was given the go-ahead at 16. So because I missed so much time and so much developmental stages, the developmental stages really didn't start until 16, whereas the developmental stages with most guys happens around 10 years old and up. developmental stages in terms of dudes and girls and, and learning how to navigate that from an intellectual standpoint I remember one day I looked into one of my friends phones he had a Molero, he had a Molero, excuse me a Motorola droid and I had a, a flip phone But I remember looking at his phone one day and aside from the people that I knew that were direct family, every single contact in his phone were girls and when we would hang out, I would see why so many girls were in his phone. And I would see him interact with girls a lot. And even though we were close, and even though we were cool, when he was off interacting with girls, I noticed that no one was really talking to me, so... And I, I was invited to, you know, to hang out with him and his groups at the time. And so what I decided to do was I decided if no one's really going to talk to me, I'm going to take initiative, which taking initiative normally is a good thing normally, but it led to what we like to call. Forcing interactions. So I started forcing interactions all those years ago at age 16, 17 years old. And for the last decade, up until now... it's been really, really hard to develop organic connection. Mostly because of not really being understood. The reason that you'll catch me occasionally forcing connections in present day is because I started off doing that years ago. Another thing I started off doing years ago was... I'll say, overshooting my confidence. In other words, when I was younger... I would always go after the... pretty girl. Try to befriend her. And I mean the pretty... uh, uh, When I say the pretty girl... I mean the pretty girl who is single and doesn't have a guy but talks to multiple guys, which at the time, again, I'm young, I did not know that most women were talking to multiple guys. And so, just looking back, And even tying in the present day when I get around young adult groups, I already know that whatever young adult group I'm a part of, it's going to be dudes and it's going to be girls. And there's going to be conversations and interactions happening. But there's one thing that I decided to do when I was younger that I simply had to stop doing now and that's called over engaging. When I was younger, I was so confident I walked up to just about anybody, said hey, struck up a conversation with them. Now, I don't do that. Now, I walk into rooms And just look at people. I observe their mannerisms. The conversations that are happening. And I see. I see what. I couldn't see before. which is mostly that when you walk into a room, people have to warm up to you. If you come on a little too strong, a little too fast, you're not going to really be giving people the, the room they need to warm up to you and get to know you as a person. Instead you're going to end up turning them off. And just in terms of casual conversation, they're not even going to want to have conversation with you because of the way you approach. Which ultimately leads to not getting numbers not having direct access but rather just getting Instagram accounts my point here is that the reason why dating in present day has been difficult stems from things that I started doing years ago that never got corrected. And it also stems from people going to guys that are in my corner rather than just coming to me and talking to me directly. I'm not a violent guy. I don't hit women, put my hands on women like that. So there's really no reason to be afraid of coming to talk to me about things. So... In reflecting, I think it's dangerous to assume that this person is going to automatically gravitate to the energy that you bring with you when you walk into a room. It's good to be confident. It's not good to be overly confident. So if I could tell younger me anything. Relax. Chill. Don't come off pressed. Don't come off desperate. truth is that's where i was at one point at one point i was desperate for friendships because when i got to liberty university and officially stepped out of homeschooling everything changed Desperate for friendships. My roommate wasn't enough. Having my adopted brother there wasn't enough. Matter of fact, my adopted brother was making more friends than I was, and his best friend was a cheerleader. And naturally, that got me heated. I was pissed off. I was jealous. I would sit back in my dorm room and think plenty of times what would happen if I had a chance to befriend a cheerleader like that and be in her close, close corner. That would be kind of cool. Eventually I did find two twin cheerleaders, but they weren't feeling me. They had guys. And when I realized they had boyfriends, that kind of broke everything for me. I was like, wow. Like, okay. So it happened for him. I tried to make it happen for me. It didn't work. And that's where leeching off of other people's friendships and connections turned out to be a bad idea so if I could go back and tell my younger self in my early 20s more stuff I would pretty much just say it's not gonna work just because she's really cool with this guy doesn't mean she's gonna be that cool with you one that takes time that takes a build up which they've already had And you are just brand new. And two, you might be, you might be able to talk to different people and just express yourself like an open book and be, you know, extroverted and all that, but not everybody has that capacity. You got to go with the flow that is given to you. And I ignored that for a long time. Until just recently. So in prepping for age 29 this month, I'm definitely going to change a lot of things in regards to group interactions and one-on-one interactions because of where I am in life now. As you heard earlier, The friendships that I was seeking back in Liberty years as a young student at seventeen, eighteen years old, I would eventually find those close friendships in Raven, Gigi, China, Becca, and then when Gigi left, I'd eventually find her replacement in Ashley. From work, and then Destiny and Rion came on board, and it looks potentially like I could be adding another person from work. Potentially, we'll see. And then combine my church with Born Again Ministries, the group social interactions that I was looking for, alongside Nexus community here and there, the group socializing I was looking for, I found it in the church, which helped to develop the outer circle of friends where we're not as close as my best friends but we're still close and then nine men speak into my life nine my mentor and eight other guys so everything I was looking for at that young age came throughout my 20s, and so now going into future group gatherings, and going into future one-on-one situations, instead of being crazy, stupid, extroverted, and being all, hey, what's up, and striking conversations up with people, and trying to vibe out, and connect, and And find commonality and common ground. I'm just going to relax. And enjoy the moment. Now that doesn't mean that I won't be paying attention. I will still be paying attention to the little things. Like conversation. Because even though I'm relaxing and chilling and not pressed to meet people and make friends and stuff like that. I still care about the experience. And part of the overall experience is that, yes, when I show up, it's it's great to get involved in conversation with people. And it would help if more women would come up my way and start conversations. And not just have a bunch of guys come up to me starting up conversations. That would help bring up the balance. So that I'm not having to revert to old ways. And insert myself in conversations. But in terms of being pressed and being... Needy for friendships and all that. I'm good off that now. Those were the early days, my early 20s. That's over now. Relationships and dating-wise, things are getting better in that in that realm now there are people that have sparked interest I've got people actively hooking me up with folks so now that that's starting to become the norm and people that I know who are in their early to mid 30s are starting to hit me up and be like, hey, Nate, there's a girl I want to introduce you to or there's someone that I think that you know would be a good fit for you. That's starting to happen more. So that allows me to take new avenues and new approaches to meeting my potential future wife rather than asking a million questions. In my head, when I meet someone like, okay, how is this going? You know, is this, is she, is the process being followed? Could she be the one, Etc. cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I did that with my first two girlfriends where I... ...questioned if there was a connection or if there were feelings... ...only to find out that it actually was true, and I was surprised. Moving forward, I'm not gonna be surprised when feelings... ...are developed on the other person's side, on the woman's side. I won't be surprised anymore. Instead, I'll be able to just rest in the reality that the process is being followed. And it's only a matter of time before someone stays and sticks with me all the way to the altar. So this is just the start of September reflect- reflection season. Next couple episodes are going to be really cool. And then when we get to the end, we're going to preview age 29 and then actually go into age 29. So I hope you're paying attention and taking notes because this is the deepest and most vulnerable I've ever been in terms of allowing you all to get to know me so onward and upward wait wait social media wait wait social media don't go don't go gotta give you our social media You can follow us on social media on X at Life Tips Podcast at Life Tips Podcast for Facebook at Spoken Life Tips on Facebook and on Instagram on threads. You can follow me there at Nate underscore the underscore speaker as well as on Instagram. At Spoken Life Tips on Instagram and Threads as well. At Auth underscore Gen underscore Person on Twitter. That's A U T H underscore G-E-N underscore Person on Twitter. At Life Tips Podcast, of course, on X slash Twitter and on Facebook as well. You can also follow me on TikTok if you want to. Message me for my TikTok information as well. Lots of social media, lots of changes, but still the same engagement. All right, then. That's the end of this podcast episode. Look forward to seeing you next week.